Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. All right, good afternoon. My name is Josh Sorensen, one of the assistant pastors here. So good to be with you on this Calvary Live Friday today. Again, the number 303-690-3000. So if you've got a Bible question, please give us a call. would love to do what I can to help answer uh, what's been pressing on your heart, perhaps something from your devotions that you've been thinking through or something that your pastor taught or something you heard on the radio that you would like some further clarification on. 303-690-3000 is the number. We also would love to take your prayer requests. That's a big part of the show. You'll notice if you listen pretty consistently that we have people calling in, asking for prayer on a variety of issues. And so the show is available for you so that we can pray for you. So if that's you listening and you're, you're, you're feeling the need for prayer in this moment or in this season, let's pray for you. We, it's a joy and a privilege for us to be able to do that, truly. Uh, and so again, that number, 303-690-3000 is the number. Bible questions, prayer requests, whatever we can do to encourage you today in Jesus. That, that's our heart, our desire. And we've got Dennis producing today, so he is the one in the other room taking care of all the behind the scenes. So shout out to my friend Dennis, such a, a, a good man. As a matter of fact, him and I got to take part in our church's baptism on Wednesday night. And uh, I don't know how many were baptized, but well over 100. And it was just a beautiful evening, Wednesday evening. And one of the things I love about baptisms is hearing testimony after testimony as people are coming forward to make a public profession of their faith and just to hear what the Lord is doing in their lives. Some are brand new believers, just came to faith and don't even really know how to fully verbalize all of it. Uh, And then, of course, there's others that have been walking with the Lord and finally making a decision to be baptized. But I got to do that with, with Dennis, and that was such a privilege and a joy. So... Uh, Again, our number, 303-690-3000. Bible questions, prayer requests, give us a call. 720-336-0897 is the text line. Let me say that again, 720-336-0897. Again, if you're a regular listener, you're familiar that we've also got a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week text line. And so we are uh, available to you for your prayer requests. And you certainly can ask questions on there as well if you've got Bible questions. Uh, We don't always get to all the Bible questions that get texted in, but we always get to the prayer requests. And then those prayer requests get filtered down to a a number of different lists of people that will bring these things before the Lord. I had the privilege this past Sunday, as a matter of fact, to take many prayer requests with a group of men on Sunday morning here in the church, and we prayed over those prayer requests. So uh, if you prefer to text us, again, that number, 720-336-0897. But if you'd like to call, the show is nothing without you. And so we're here to take your calls. We'd love to be able to do that. 303-690-3000. Now, if you're in the Denver Aurora area, uh, you probably heard Pastor Ed's mentioned it. I mentioned it probably about a month ago, but we have tonight, uh, which is July 28th, Friday, 
in our sanctuary at 7 o'clock p.m., of course, Mountain Standard Time, uh, our very first prodigal prayer night. And this is a night when we're coming before the Lord for about an hour, no more than an hour and 15 minutes, and we're just going to pray on behalf of our children, on behalf of our parents, on behalf of our siblings, any family member that has walked away from the Lord. Perhaps at one point they made a profession of faith. Perhaps they were raised uh, in in the church and believed, or at least made a profession of belief at, at some point, but they've since walked away from the Lord. And so the Lord's really laid it on our hearts just to take some time to specifically and purposely pray for prodigals. And there's a fellowship of tears when it comes to a, a gathering like this, because any of us that have raised children, for example, or who have had parents that have walked away from the Lord, we just know the crushing weight of of watching them walk away from life and from truth and from peace and 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 doing the things that they want to do and it's hard it's just so hard and and so to to come together and to pray certainly this will be an emotional night for many. Um, But we just want to welcome any of you that are listening and you're in the area to come join us tonight. Uh, Even if you don't have a prodigal child or a prodigal parent, but you want to come and you want to pray for those here that do. Again, we're being very targeted and purposeful in our prayer um, tonight. So it's not necessarily a free for all. We're, We're, you know, I was talking to my wife earlier today saying that the enemy is very pinpointed, very exact, very specific in how he attacks. Uh, Almost like he's got a war plan mapped out and knows exactly when and where to attack. And again, most often he attacks our minds. And so tonight, we're going to be very purposeful and pinpointed and specific and exact in our prayers tonight. Uh, Of course, there will be opportunity to minister, to have open conversations after the prayer meeting, but but we just want to get right to prayer. That's kind of the heartbeat. I have a little bit of an encouragement to share tonight, and then we're going right into prayer. So if you're in the area and you want to join us, again, that's tonight, 7 o'clock p.m. here at Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. Uh, It'll be in our main sanctuary, and we welcome anybody and everybody to come go to battle on behalf of any family member that is prodigal. And uh, anyone that you may know that you want to bring before the Lord, we're going we're gonna to pray together in a large group, and then we're going to split and pray specifically in small groups of three, no more than four tonight. So encourage you guys. And, and I want to say this again. We did this about a month ago, but if you have a prodigal child and you're listening and you would like prayer for your prodigal child, give us a call here at the show, and we will pray for your prodigal child for your prodigal parent, for your prodigal sibling. Uh, we would love to be able to do that. And we, we also, about a month ago, asked if any of you were a prodigal and you have since come back to Jesus, or if you are a parent whose child has come back to Jesus. I think it's really important for us to know that and to hear that because it is answer to prayer where God specifically not only hears us, but moves through our prayer. So if you have a, a quick little minute-long testimony of, uh, of your child or your family member that was that was wandering away, backslidden, and they came back, or if you yourself were that person, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you uh, regarding that as well. So our number, once again, before we go to the phones here, 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. We're going to go here to Linda uh, here in Colorado. Good afternoon, Linda. Good afternoon. How can we help you today? Um, 
A good friend of my husband's a couple of months back found out that he had, I guess, the late stages of stomach cancer. And just a week or so after his diagnosis, they found out their eight-year-old daughter has brain cancer. So I just want to pray for them, the family. I'm sure they're all going through so much. And poor mom, and she's the wife and the mother, and both her loved ones are going through this. And she's probably scared, as they all are. So I just want to pray for them. Yes. And so uh, specifically, you said that the... uh, the husband of your friend found out that he had stage four cancer. Is that right? Stomach cancer. Stomach, yes. stomach cancer. Okay. And then their daughter has brain cancer. Yep. Found out wow. just maybe a week or so afterwards. Yes. Okay. Well, we will not only lift that up here together on the show, but I'm going to make sure to get this passed on to our prayer team as well uh, so that we continue to pray for, for these two. Please. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, Lord, we just come before you, Linda, myself, and all of those listening, and ask, Lord Jesus, that you would move in power. Uh, God, your word gives us the permission to come and to ask for healing. And you you tell us in your word, Lord, uh, over and over again of areas and situations where you, in many different ways, but yet you, you heal people. Lord, you do that. We believe that. We believe you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we have seen you touch and heal cancer and, and, and rid it from people's bodies, Lord. And so we want to come on behalf of this, this uh, gentleman with this, the, the stomach cancer, Lord, the stage four stomach cancer, and this precious little eight-year-old daughter of theirs that has the brain cancer. I can't imagine getting hit with both of those at the same time and what they must be experiencing and going through. And even hearing Linda, a friend of theirs, and, and the brokenness, Lord, in her own life, um, just just empathizing and feeling the weight of this. It, it's too much. It's too much for a person to carry. So uh, in addition to the, the the healing that we're asking you to do, we're, we're praying for a comfort uh, that that, and your word says, a peace that passes understanding. Because in the midst of this and just how difficult this is there there's no rationality behind this lord there's there's just depth of sorrow and grief and yet your word gives us a peace it says that can pass all of it lord our understanding our questions about it all our doubt lord there's peace in your presence and then your word says it's a peace that passes all understanding that guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus so I want to pray your peace over this family, and God, that you would, as we, your word says, we come and we bring our supplications, our requests to you. And I don't know where they are in their faith at this moment. Perhaps they're really struggling. No doubt, Lord, of course, they're emotionally feeling the weight of this, but that's what we're here for, to come around them, to pray the prayers that they may not have the strength to pray right now, um, and just to, to plead on their behalf, Lord, to intercede for them. And pray for your 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 powerful work of not only healing but grace, and uh, and the the beauty, Lord, in the ashes. That kind of work that you do uh, to be a part of of what's happening in this season and in this family, Lord. But you invite uh, any of us to cast our cares on you because it is too much for a person or a family to carry. So we're asking, Lord, that that you would come alongside and lift uh, the weight and carry. Uh, this alongside them in this season. Thank you that you hear us. Thank you that you move through our prayers, Lord. Our hearts are heavy for them, but we are trusting them into your hands, Lord. No better place to go 
Uh, no one else, Lord, gives us the hope and the, and the strength other than Jesus Christ himself. And so we come to you, Jesus, and we put these two precious, and, and really of this whole entire family, people, Lord, the, and, and those that are struggling, and, um, and of course the cancer, Lord, we put all of this into your hands in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thank well, you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Linda. Thank you. Bless you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank no, you, you for do. calling. And keep us updated, too. We're going to add this to the prayer line. But if uh, if there's progress being made or, or, or if we need to continue to pray, just uh, you can text us mm-hmm. again at the text line or call back again on another day and, and fill us in on how things are going. All right. Thank you. Blessings to you. All right. Blessings to you. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. God Bye-bye. bless you. All right. Again, that's the kind of stuff that we, uh, we're we here for. It's, it's difficult. I, I understand the... Uh, you know, just the the weight of some of this, and a number of us listening have walked through our own share of grief and difficulty, and so um, what a what a great time to come and to pray and bring these things before the Lord. So again, our number three zero three six nine zero three thousand three zero three six nine zero three thousand. We're going to go here to David in Alabama. Good afternoon, David. I'm sorry, you caught me in mid. <laughs> no problem. As long as we got you, we're good. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, great to hear from yeah. you, David. Uh, yes, sir. My question is this: it's kind of like multi-layered. My spouse, her and I are divorced. She wanted me to move out, but uh, after I moved out, she started because she has a PhD. So she did not want to change her last name, and she started using my identity, and uh, I've got all these things on my credit now that I didn't do. Mm -hmm. So I've got a lawyer, yes, but dang it, turning the other cheek. And she's destroying my credit. Mm. And I don't want to take her to court. And she doesn't. She just looks at me like I'm the evil person. And when we go to court, she's going to end up owing me like $3,000. And she's the primary care of three children. Yeah. So hard. So hard, brother. And I'm so sorry that you're walking through this. I'm going to share something that I read in my devotions today, um, because I think it might be for you. Um, And I I would say very quickly, just in answer to your question, you know, yes, very, very hard to turn the other cheek in in a situation like this with your ex-spouse stealing your identity and all of the money. Uh, I I do think you're making the right decision and having a lawyer I think that those things need to be pursued from that angle. Um, but one thing I think you just want to be careful of uh, in all of this is, is you know, turning the other cheek doesn't mean continue to be taken advantage of over and over and over again and not doing anything about it. And so I'm, I'm thankful to hear that you're pressing forward with some of those legal things that are happening. Um, but there is something, and this is what I want to read to you, that I think the Lord would, would, would maybe say to you today. Uh, this verse comes from Luke chapter 17. Uh, and uh, the devotion says this, a true disciple therefore has two special duties. First, he must rebuke his brother or sister when he sins. 
Some people seem to enjoy doing it, and if they do, they're obviously not doing it in the manner that it should be done. Most of us find it unpleasant, and in cowardly fashion, we err by not doing it at all. But if our silence encourages a man to think that his sin does not matter, where might he not end up? In this, as in all things, Christ is our example. Um, and, And Jesus rebuked, quote, that fox Herod, unquote, even though in doing so, humanly speaking, he endangered his own life. Secondly, the true disciple must forgive. Notice it says here, his repentant brother, even if he sins and then repeats sin seven times a day. Luke chapter 17, verse 4. God himself never refuses forgiveness to genuine repentance. But what a tragedy it would be if a man who professed to know Christ were to refuse to forgive his fellow man when he repented, and his fellow man got the impression that repentance is useless and therefore ceased to repent of his sins uh, towards that man or God. So even if it's seven times a day and it seems an impossible number of times to forgive, let the disciple remember Christ. Uh, He called on Jerusalem to accept his protection, how many times they rebuffed him and how many times in spite of it, Jesus renewed his offer of mercy. And now I know in this case, um, David, that your ex-spouse isn't asking for forgiveness and, and isn't repentant, but I still think there's, there is the, the example that Jesus gives us of saying, um, you know, I, I, I will forgive. And I think one of the reasons we forgive, the primary reason we forgive is because we've been forgiven. And Jesus speaks very clearly to that. But, but it also, it, it frees us from the weight of the anger, the the aggression, the bitterness that will quickly encompass us in our lives if if we're not careful. And so I again, I don't think that by by saying forgive her that I'm saying let her continue to take advantage of you over and over again. I don't think Jesus is saying that. Um but what I do think is that he, he would just challenge us to let him, Jesus himself be our example and to go back to scripture and to read Luke and to read Luke chapter 17 there on how Jesus dealt with those that wronged him over and over. And he even would pray on the cross, Father, forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing, um, but forgive them. So that would be my encouragement to continue to pursue forgiveness, continue to pursue mercy on her behalf. And again, mercy is something that is granted to us that isn't deserved. It's not because she deserves it. Just like our forgiveness, we didn't earn or deserve forgiveness from Jesus, but he graciously bestowed himself and everything, even his own life to us. And so I think that would be the posture uh, of your heart towards the Lord in regards to her. But at the same time, again, I think taking these me- these these other means that you're taking to protect your identity and your finances and those things are, are important as well. But that I think they're two separate issues. I appreciate that. I just don't want to be the aggressor. Yeah. And you know how lawyers can be? That's right. So they are going to be aggressors. And, and, and I would I say, in, in that, I would say that that's true, absolutely, 100% true. Um, but I would say in that, just just be led by the Spirit, because the lawyer is your representative. And so if you're feeling uncomfortable with the way 
or the or even the amount of uh, pressure and aggression that they're pursuing this and, it, and it's making you feel uncomfortable, then, then talk to them and pray and ask the Lord to do a work, you know, um, not only, of course, in your heart through all of this, but, but your lawyer really is your legal representative and will follow sort of the, the direction that you're giving if you feel it's going down that direction. But I, but I don't think to right a wrong in a situation like this is an, an act of aggression, mm-hmm. unless in your heart you're, you're, you're wanting to do it to hurt or to go after and, de- and demean a character, then, of course, that's an issue you've got to deal with in your own personal life. But, but in terms of just making a, you know, a wrong right and protecting your finances, of course, those, that, that's wisdom, Scripture would say, that those are things that are important to do and, and that uh, there's justice um, available to us regarding some of these things. So, brother, I got to go. Can we got to? I'm so sorry. We got a couple other calls here, but I, I hope that that was an encouragement to you. And uh, if if you want to continue to talk about this, give us a give us a call back here at the same number three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Talk to Dennis. Get his number, and I'd love to maybe even follow up further on this conversation regarding some of these things. Yes, sir. I appreciate uh, your oh, time, buddy. David. Of course, thank you so much for calling, and we'll continue to be lifting you up. God bless right, you. Thank you, buddy. You got it. Absolutely. All right, 303-690-3000 is our number, 303-690-3000. If you've got a Bible question or uh, a call, I'm excited to see this, uh, uh, and we're going to get to you. I think it's uh, Shamike in a second. We're going to get to you, but it sounds like you've got a praise report on your son and another praise report. So this is awesome, and will be super encouraging. But I just want to very quickly go through uh, a couple of text messages that are also coming in now. One says, our son David is a prodigal. uh, Please add him to your prayers. Thank you. I will pray along with everyone who's praying tonight. Amen. So we will pray for David. We're going to add him to our prayer list. Another text, please add my children. Uh, Brandy, Katie, Adam, uh, Bahan, it looks like, if I pronounce that right, grandson, Steve's friend, Amen. So they're going to pray tonight as well, even if they're not able to come here. Wonderful. Uh, Another, hello, Pastor Josh. I'm unable to attend the prayer meeting tonight, but please pray for my daughter. Her name is Rochelle. So we're adding all of these names to our list. Um, Hello, Pastor. Uh, My prayers for my family. Uh, So we're going to lift up this family as well. And again, all of these text messages, we'll get a reply and we'll get prayer. But I just want to make sure to encourage those of you that are listening that have texted, we're going to be praying for your prodigals for sure. But let's go to a couple of these calls uh, and we're going to hear some testimonies, it sounds like, on God's goodness regarding prodigals. Uh, Again, we've got one line open, but the number is 303-690-3000 if you'd like to grab it, 303-690-3000. 3,000. If you want to text in a prodigal, uh, a name that we can add to the list of prayer, that's 720-336-0897. All right, so I think this is uh, Shamike, if I said that correctly, in South Carolina. Did I, did I pronounce that right? Or did we, did we get dropped? Line three. All right. Oh, well, it's Shamiki. Oh, Shamiki. Oh, I'm wonderful. Talking. Great. <laughs> so Hi, glad you're there. Hey, it's so good. How are you doing today, sister? I am doing good. Wonderful. Well, give it to us. Let's do, let's hear about your son. This sounds exciting. Okay, so I just got off work and I turned on the car and was like, okay, I need to share this because I want, I'm a single mother and I really want mothers out there to, to really hear my testimony because it's going to help someone. Because Amen. I was discouraged. My, I have a 14-year-old son and we go to church, we go to church and he's like, mama's boring. And then all of a sudden he started getting rebellious. Um, the things he watched on the things he started watching 
on um, on his phone, on YouTube, and started making just these things that were very contrary to what we were living and what we were doing. And so he just was like, I'm going to pack up my stuff, and I'm going to move in with my father. So he left. Like, he literally left, stopped coming to church, didn't want me to pick him up at church, didn't want him to do anything. So he, I have a godson that I adopted, and my godson got baptized. My godson honestly loves God. So they gone down to his father's house. They've been staying with his father's house. And I said, you know what, Lord, I've never out of, I have five children, and out of my five, he's the last. Hmm. And, and I call him, it's my Alpha and Omega. So I call him my Omega. And I said, God, I don't know how to deal with this. He hurt, you know, he would say things that try to hurt my feelings. And, and someone told me, just give him to God. Just hand him completely over to God. Mm-hmm. Because you've carried him enough. And now it's time for him to realize that God wants to use him more. So I, I gave him solely to God, but I prayed for 21 days. After I gave him solely to God, I still prayed for my son because I knew that the enemy, the only way the enemy is trying to get to me is through my child. So I decided to, there's a church here, and I was like, okay, I'm signing you up for summer camp. And you're going with, this, you're going with the church to summer camp. And they went to summer camp for five days. They were unplugged. And see, I had just recently started taking their cell phones, um, changing the time of when they can get on the Internet, when they can get on the phone, because those things, the enemy tracked their mind, mm. trapped their mind through those things. That's right. So if we have them doing Bible study, and in that, dime, that down idle time, they are looking at whatever the world has. And so eventually they get so consumed in it that what they just study doesn't stick anymore. So I had just recently started telling my family, okay, on the weekends we unplug because the weekends need to be God time. Mm. We need to spend self-care time, and we need to make more time for God. God makes so much time for us. Why can't we give him more time than what we give the world? And so when they went to the summer camp, when they sent the list, I did not tell them that the church actually unplugged. They couldn't bring their cell phones. They couldn't bring MP3 players. They couldn't bring nothing. So for five days, you have over 600 youth going to a summer camp with no phone. The only thing they had to rely on is a relationship to get deeper with God. Let me tell you, when I picked him up, the first thing he jumped in the car and said, I didn't even want to come home. I said, what? (laughs) You? Like my godson. Was I know my godson. I knew it was going to change him, but I did not see the change. I was prepared for it, but I was not prepared for it. And when he jumped in the car, he said, Mama, I'm glad I went. I didn't even want to come back home. I was like, wow. what happened? And he was like, he said, Mama, I learned a lot about Jesus. He said, the stuff you was telling me is not a lie. It's in the Bible. Mm. He said, and I encountered God on this trip. I said, you encountered God? Said, yeah. <laughs> God, honestly, spoke to me. He said, I'm excited about him speaking to me. I want to hear from him. So, parents, I just want to say, single mothers, this is a testimony. It's going to be hard. But I have realized in my life, the only reason my parenting was hard, because I didn't put God in it. Mm. God was at first. And when my faith shifted, my children's shape, um, the things, their sicknesses, and, and just things that were coming against them lessened. 
because now I up my faith and I put God over our household. I may not be married, but I put God over our household. And when I did that and I started leaning into God more than asking friends or or going to my pastor or going doing all these things, I went to God first. Just so taking now it right I go to him. To God first. Yeah. Oh. Man, that that is so, so good. Thank you for sharing that. I, I was just thinking as I was praying for this prodigal prayer meeting tonight, so often prayer becomes our last resort. We do everything first out of fear and control, and then we pray. But what I'm hearing you say, which was on my heart earlier, is we make prayer our first response. That's that's before anything else, we take it to the Lord. And, and you're an example of the power of that prayer. That's so, so encouraging. Yes, I am. And I just thank God for you guys. You know, I have two kids with sickle cell. They're older adults. And I I literally prayed and went to God instead of just what was me and actually healed my children. My children have been healed. Oh, I'm telling you. Amen. So parents, do not give up. Amen. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna be coming up on a break here, but thank you so so much for calling. I think that not only blessed me, but I think that's gonna bless and encourage so many of the parents that call. But God bless you, and thank you for hearing the Lord and giving us a call today. Keep doing what you're doing, Pastor. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Wow, what a great encouragement. I'm I'm fired up. I'm ready for this prayer meeting tonight. <laughs> we got one line open: three zero three six nine zero three thousand. A couple testimonies coming up as well. Can't wait to hear them. We'll be back right after the break. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. All right, welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. 303-690-3000 is the number. 303-690-3000. Also, our text line, 720-336-0897. Uh, if you want to text us in again, if you've been listening, the the, the names of your prodigal children, we're going to add those uh, to a prayer list that we're going to be uh, praying for. And we're having tonight at Calvary Church here in Aurora, Colorado, a prodigal prayer meeting. It's the first time we've done this. We're going to kind of seek the Lord to see how often we do this, but we're, we're doing it tonight, 7 o'clock, here in our sanctuary. Anybody's welcome to come. If you have a prodigal, uh, if you don't have a prodigal but want to pray, and this could be a prodigal child, this could be a prodigal parent, this could be a prodigal son or daughter, uh, cousin, just come and, and, and lift them up. And we've got a couple testimonies I can't wait to get to. Uh, Kimberly, we're going to get you next. Uh, actually, it sounds like we're not because it sounds like we got dropped. Um, but Francesi, we'll, we'll be with you in one moment. But I, I did want to not forget to... Uh, offer this to anybody listening right now. Uh, One of the things we're giving out tonight is a 31 days of scripture prayer, uh, specific to prodigal prayer, 31 days of scripture to pray, one prayer a day uh, that comes from the scriptures to pray over your prodigal child uh, to receive renewed hope for your, again, child, parent, cousin, uh, whoever it is that you have on your heart to pray for. And uh, these are great prayers, great scriptures, great encouragement. And so we're giving those out tonight. But if you're listening, because I know so many people are listening from all over, we've got uh, 26 different states on 88 stations tuning in. So unless you guys want to fly here and join us, you're welcome to do that. But uh, I'd love to be able to at least email this to you if you 
would like to pray along with us, these 31 days of scripture prayer. So I'm going to just give you my personal email and you can just say, hey, can you send me the the, the prayer list for prodigals? Um, and so my, my email is josh, S as in Sam, at calvaryco.church. Josh, S as in Sam, at calvaryco.church. And I will send this to you. If for some reason you're driving and you forgot my email, then certainly you can text us, give us a call, text Pastor Ed. We'll make sure that we get uh, this prayer list to you so that you can join in and and have some specific things to pray regarding your prodigal. Um, Again, our number, 303-690-3000. Kimberly, so sorry if you're still listening. We wanted to hear your report. Um, And uh, so give us a call back if you're able to. But right now, I think, or did did we drop both lines as well? Okay. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna move ahead here to line three, uh, and I'm not sure who this is, but welcome to Calvary Live. Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. I need prayer requests. Absolutely. How can we, And what was what was your name? Joe Reese. Hi. Joe Reese. Wonderful. Joe Reese. Thank you for calling. Yeah. How can we pray for you? Joe Reese. Yeah. I have a procedure coming up. Uh, it's going to be in August. It's um, a DNC and. Um, so I will need prayer for that. It's going to be either August 15th or August the 29th. I don't know. I haven't set the appointment yet. Okay. So I would appreciate the prayers. Absolutely. We'll pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to lift up our, our dear sister to you, Jalice, Lord, and pray for this upcoming medical procedure uh, in August, Lord, in another uh, few weeks. Lord, you, again, invite us to bring the things that—, that uh, that weigh us down, the things that bring worry or concern to us. Uh, And certainly our health, Lord, is something that um, not only, of course, we care about, but but we are so uh, acquainted with the fact that you yourself care about not just our, our souls, but you care about our physical frame, Lord. You care about our body. You care about the pain that we feel, uh, the disease that we feel as we get older, Lord, and and then, of course, Lord, as we're moving into seasons of life where there is going to be procedures and tests and surgeries, Lord, I'm just thankful that we don't have to somehow convince you to move on our behalf, but God, you care and and move on behalf, Lord, of us as we pray. Your Your word is so clear. The prayers of an effectual, fervent man or woman avails much. And so we just lift up our dear sister for this medical procedure and pray, Lord, that you'd give her peace, that you'd give the doctors wisdom, uh, Lord, that they that the procedure would bring about great success and great health, Lord, to her. Uh, we're thankful for our doctors, Lord. We're thankful for the wisdom you've given them. We're thankful for the use of, of science and medicine, um, but more than those things. And, and those are tools that you use, but we're just thankful we have a God that we can come to that we know not only can heal and is powerful and is able to do anything you want to do, but you love us and you care for us, Lord. And I know that that's your heart for our dear sister as she brings this request to you. So we put these things before you, Lord, trusting you with it in Jesus' name today. Amen. Amen. And I have one more request. Okay. Um, I got some dental, dental work got to be done. And I don't have the money. My insurance only covers half of it. Okay. Um, I asked Jesus to make a way out of no way. Yes. Um, I won't be able to get it done until my car is paid off in September, so okay. I'll have some extra money. But um, I got that on me, too, to think about. So I got that coming up. So pray for financial 
blessing. Yes. Okay. So, Father, we're just going to add that as well, knowing that you hear, that you care uh, for our dear sister, her finances, Lord. I think many people listening right now can feel that, just the weight of the financial piece, Lord, of that, and uh, and needing to, to figure out how you're, Lord, we're going to figure these things out. But I'm just reminded, Lord, that you are Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. And again, we, we just want to put uh, our sister, her health, her finances, Lord, and, and the bills in, into your hands. Again, knowing that these are things you deeply do care about. Um, and I'm thankful, God, that you have that heart towards us. And so we lift these things up in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, sister, thank you so much for calling, and, and keep us updated if we can keep praying for you. Yes, I'm a believer. Amen. God bless you. Okay, and I apologize that we had a couple of people that were on the line. I'm not sure exactly what happened. Uh, so if you guys had called and somehow got disconnected, please give us a call back. I know there were a couple of people that wanted to share some praise reports regarding the prodigals, and, and those are, are very encouraging. Um, we do have a couple other texts coming in. So uh, for Jordan, he was saved at eight years old, but now 23. Um, we're going to pray for Jordan. We're going to add him to our list. Pray for uh, my son, Paul, nephew, Jamie, my friend's daughter, Brianna. A lot of a lot of prayers for a lot of prodigals for Joey and for Sarah. So we're just getting a lot of these these requests coming in. Um, and again, if you're just tuning in, uh, people are, are texting and calling both regarding their own prodigals that they have, children, family members, parents. I talked to one brother earlier today, texted with him. He's going to come to our prodigal prayer night tonight and pray for his father uh, and mother. And uh, so this is a young man that's recently come to our church. Uh, he's, he's recommitted his life. He just got baptized. He's on fire for the Lord. Um, but his parents, who who were once uh, raising him to know Jesus, have completely walked away, living in sin. And so his heart's broken. He can't talk about it without tears uh, and brokenness. And so uh, I'm, I'm excited that he's going to be here tonight because there's power in prayer and we're going to see God work. So again, if you're the, in the Denver, Aurora area, Prodigal Prayer Night tonight at 7 o'clock here at Calvary Church in Aurora. Those of you guys that are listening on Hope FM, you're listening 24 hours delayed. Or I'm sorry, not 24 hours, a week delayed, seven days, a week delayed. So you're hearing this next week. So by this point, of course, uh, our prodigal prayer meeting will be over. But continue, if you're listening, to, to, to send in your, your, your texts regarding your prodigals, because we're going to, no doubt, continue to be praying for prodigals. And this may be something God's doing in our church and in, in, in our area. So feel free, 720-336-0890. Seven is the text line to text us. And also, um, t- uh, for those of you that uh, are, are going to be in this area tonight and uh, want, uh, or, or again, or if you're not going to be in this area tonight, but you, but you want a copy of the 31 Days of Scripture Prayer, it's the prodigal prayer list that we're giving out to everybody tonight to take home with them and pray for their prodigal, specific scriptures each day, um, I can email that to you if that's something that you want. So I'm going to give you my email address, which is probably the best way to get connected with me, and we'll get that forwarded to you either at some point today or tomorrow. So my email is Josh S, as in Sam, at calvaryco.church. So Josh S at Calvary. 
co.church, and we'll get that list to you as well. Uh, our number here, 303-690-3000, is the number. Again, it doesn't have to be anything specific to prodigals. If you have something you uh, would like to pray for or a specific Bible question, we'd love to take that. Uh, and the show is nothing without you guys, of course. So I'm happy to keep talking to you, but um, but we, we want to hear from you guys. And so uh, just certainly want to invite you to, to do that as well. Um, let's see... Yeah, uh, there's a couple requests that came in um, of people that didn't want to be on the radio. So um, we have Teresa from Charleston, South Carolina, who had a prayer request for two prodigal adult children that grew up in church uh, after high school. I'm reading here. They didn't want to be at church anymore. They didn't want anything more to do with church. I think that is a a very common thing we're hearing with a lot of parents. So Teresa, we're going to add your two adult children to the list for sure. They're going to be lifted up uh, and we're trusting and praying that God is is going to do a work. Again, if you're listening and you want to give us a call uh, and you do have a prayer for a prodigal, we'll we'll certainly pray on the air for your prodigal. 303-690-3000. If you have a Bible question, again, that number is available to you so we can keep that theme going. Sometimes it's interesting to see how God will take a show like this and sort of move it in a direction um, for, and, and, and sort of theme it out himself for what he wants. But if you're listening, and I would encourage you, the, the last half, uh, or the, I'm sorry, the first half of the show, we, we got to hear from a single mom who had committed her son to prayer. He went away to a summer camp and came back and met Jesus there and is on fire. And that just excites me so much to hear those things. So if you are a parent who has had a prodigal that has returned, give us a call. Um, We'll try to keep the testimony short if we can to about a minute, Um, but we'd love to hear from you if that's your story. Uh, And if you were a prodigal yourself who came back to Jesus, then we would love to hear from you as well. Just a quick little word of encouragement for all the parents of prodigals. But listen, you know, we've mentioned this, and I'm getting text message after text message after after text message. We're getting phone calls. Again, another man, Mike from Alabama, wants to add Sean and Adrian and their three grandchildren turned away from the Lord. Um, and he's got his wife, Mary, her siblings and, and grandchildren, it looks like. So there there are many people that are part of what we're calling this Fellowship of Tears um, which is true. It's true. It's weighty. It's painful. Uh, there's moments we feel like we've prayed and we've prayed and we've prayed. For some, our prodigals are recent prodigals, but for some and those that have prayed, they've been praying for years and years for their kids. And so um, there, there is power in prayer, but there are moments in scripture where Paul will say things like, don't give up, don't grow weary in well-doing. Um, and so we're going to um, take this night tonight and pray, but we're, we'd also love to take the show if the Lord would love to lead us in the, this direction and pray for your prodigal kids or hear from you as well, if that was the case. So 303-690-3000 is the number, 303-690-3000. Our text line, again, if you want to text in uh, your prayer request, 720-336-0897. I'm going to give you a little, just a, a sneak peek in terms of the uh, the the prayer meeting that we're going to do tonight, and this may encourage you guys as well, even if you're not able to attend, but this is just particularly something on your heart that you'd like to pray for. Um, I, I learned a long time ago a beautiful way to pray uh, with the acronym ACTS, A-C-T-S, stands for adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and then supplication, which is just meaning uh, we come to God and ask God to supply for our needs. So tonight we're going to gather and we're going to start by praising the Lord. 
and we're going to praise him for who he is before we even get to our prayer requests. We're going to take this idea of God being our deliverer, um, which the definition of a deliverer is one who sets free or saves another from captivity, from hardship, or from evil. And then we've got a number of scriptures we're going to read, and we're going to praise God that he is our deliverer. And we're going to do that publicly. Then we're going to silently just confess our own sin to God who forgives us. So before we even bring our prodigals to the Lord, we're going to start by lifting our eyes up and praising God for who he is. We're going to confess the things in our heart that we need to confess. Then we're going to, we're, we're going to jump into Thanksgiving, just thanking God for what he's done. Um, and then finally, we're going to jump into coming uh, intercession, coming to God in prayer on behalf of others. And we've got some scriptures we're going to pray over our kids, and then we're going to break up into small groups and work our way around and, and lift up one another's kids tonight. So that's sort of a little bit of a sneak preview for what, what it's going to be tonight. But again, if you want to pray in this kind of a way and you can't make the meeting, um, praise, confession, thanksgiving, and then we're going to get to just right into prayer in terms of uh, our 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 prodigals. So we've got uh, Joni calling here from Fort Lupton. Uh, looks like you may have a prayer request, Joni. Is that right? Uh, Tammy. Yeah, I do. Uh, okay. Um, Tammy, you, so you got it. My, fa- my father-in-law um, is in the hospital and they don't, it, it just, we don't know that he's going to make it through the night. Mm. Um, he is a prodigal. Um, and then before he got sick, or, well, before he got really, really sick now, um, he was talking about coming back to church, and um, and we just need, uh, God, we just need for him to find Jesus before the end of the night. Yes. Before the end of the day. Yes. Yes. And so uh, as far as you know, at this point, it sounds like he doesn't have a personal relationship with Jesus. Um, no, he used to, and then he fell away. Okay. And he, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I would say this, uh, you know, th- this is a prayer that we always want. We always want to pray when somebody is on their deathbed, of course, that they would come to know Jesus. But I, I have, just from being in ministry so long and being in so many of these situations, I do know if if, if, if he's made a profession of faith in Jesus and, and he was truly saved in that moment, gave his heart to the Lord, he may have walked away from the Lord or backslidden, or even as we've been praying throughout the show, he may be a prodigal. Um, but the the wonderful thing is that he would he's still saved, so that um, God God hasn't released him or let him go. It says in God's word that um, that no one can snatch God's children out of His hands. And so, if he truly was a believer, then he's still a believer, regardless of of what he's done in his life since that moment in time. But I do agree that we want to pray that whether it's yourself or somebody uh, can can get to him and and give him that gospel message one more time and just um, be reassured that he, in fact, has given his heart and his life to Jesus. And certainly the Holy Spirit can do that in his own heart and life, uh, even laying there in the hospital bed. But we, we want to pray that perhaps somebody can get there. Do you, do you guys attend a church where there's a pastor perhaps that could come meet with him or, or another family member that could share with him? We, we, we do. We go um, to We have our local church. Um, it just we're all we're all scrambling right now trying to get to him. Yes. Okay. Like 
Yeah, and, and so um, we're just really needing prayer right now. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to get the pastor up to the to the hospital. Um, but if we could just get prayer, it would be wonderful. Amen. So, Lord Jesus, we just want to bring to you um, Tammy, Lord, her father-in-law, and, and just pray, Lord, that you would do a, a, a work tonight, Lord. She mentioned that they're scrambling. You, you see that, Lord. I, I do want to pray that this pastor can, can get to the church uh, to be able just to, to clearly communicate the gospel message uh, to Tammy's father-in-law, Lord, and that uh, if he in fact, hasn't come to know Jesus personally as his Savior, Lord, that tonight would be the night, Lord, um, that he would give his heart to you. And, and, I, and I pray, Lord, that, that um, Tammy, that the rest of the family, Lord, would, would be reassured um, tonight, Lord, before he breathes his last breath on this side of eternity, uh, just that, Lord, he has made a public or, or a, at least a profession, Lord, of faith, um, in some way, Lord, to know that they're going to see him again. Lord, your word is so clear that you desire that all men should be saved, Lord, that you're not willing that any should perish. And so we just want to lift him up. Uh, I want to pray for the family as well, Lord, those that are hurting, those that are struggling as they're trying to figure out all the last minute details and getting to him, even just getting to him right now, Lord, that you'd give them in the hustle and the bustle and the and, and, and the pain, Lord, and the difficulty of this moment, Again, a sense of your peace, God, that as much as they want for him uh, to, to, uh, to, to hear this gospel message and to come to know you, Lord, or to return to you, um, we know, God, that that is your heart, and you'll make a way where there seems to be no way um, to speak to his heart tonight, Lord. Um, and so I just pray again for great comfort, Lord, uh, in the midst of this grief, in the midst of this difficulty, uh, and we, we trust you, Lord, even with our broken hearts. God, you uh, are able to move towards us in our brokenness. Your word says that you draw close to the brokenhearted. So we're lifting up this family tonight, and we pray these things, Jesus, in your good and powerful name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. And again, if there's anything else we can do, uh, feel free to call or text us, but we're, we're available as well if we can be a help in any way to you guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless God you. Bless. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, the, again, a couple of, of hard situations. Uh, I know there's many, many more out there. So uh, just those of you that are listening that don't have the strength or uh, just even the time in this moment to call in, just know that God hears your prayers and he draws near to you in your brokenness. God is, I heard a pastor once say, God is attracted to our brokenness. Uh, he's he's repulsed by our pride, but he's attracted to us in when we're when we're broken and humble and contrite before him. So uh, I'm thankful for that because in those moments we may not always feel that God hears us, we may not always sense it, um, but He in fact has promised He is there. Uh, so all the rest of you listening out there going through issues uh, with health as we've been praying through today or family members or those on their deathbed uh, or, or prodigal children, we just want you to know uh, the Lord sees uh, and, and El Roy is, is the name the Lord sees, the Lord hears and the Lord draws near to you in your brokenness in this moment. So uh, again, we've got a few minutes left here on the show. 303-690-3000 is the number, but we have Aaron calling here from Colorado. Hey, Aaron, how are you? Hey, brother Josh, how are you? Doing great, man. How are you doing today? 
I'm good. I'm good. Um, this is Aaron that uh, attends the same church as you. Come on, Aaron. I think I know who you are. Your voice sounds familiar. Wonderful. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. So, Aaron, tell uh, us a little bit. It sounds like you you yourself were a prodigal at one point. Man, for way too long. Yeah. Um, it was just a matter of uh, running away from what God was calling me to do, and I wasted a lot of years. Um I'm still in the process, but I got about four months of, of complete sobriety now. Amen. Come on. Yeah. So praise God for that, for him not giving up on me. And yes, I know that I know that he never will and he won't give up on anybody. Um, so his, he's been faithful and his graces um, call me back, even though like I was doing wrong things. I wasn't happy. Um, I was miserable uh, drinking and smoking pot. So um, I just, he gave me the strength to get over uh, a bunch of stuff. And it took uh, me getting cancer, I guess, to kind of wake me up mm. more to, um, you know, time short. And um, it's, it's unfortunate that those are the type of things that, um, a lot of times bring us back to God when it doesn't always have to be like that. We can just come back without hitting rock bottom. That's right. Bro, what would you, what would um, you, what would you say in this moment to a family member that has somebody in their life that uh, is in addiction, um, that is where you were? How, how would you speak into a mom or a dad that's been praying for their, their kid uh, who's out there right now where you were? What would you say to them? I would say speak speak to them about it. Not maybe not overemphasize the issue if you already are. Like don't um, don't overdo it, but don't let them think that. I think that speaking the truth mm. um, and knowing that you can't get away with this, I see it. You know, so it's not like God doesn't see it, mm-hmm. uh, but encouraging them with the word of God, yeah. um, being kind about it, but don't sugarcoat the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that they, if they're not ready, they, they might reject it. Sure. Um, but the fact that you, you don't just let it go, you know, you got to tell them like, this is the truth. I care about you, um, and um, that there's hope, and maybe even like you got. I can't imagine you're happy, you know. Like, yeah. um, even if they don't want to hear that, like it's the truth. Um, yeah. So. Well, brother, don't, I, don't I, give up on praying for them either. Yeah, amen. I was going to say, I know you. Um, I know your story. I know the journey you've walked through from what you've shared with me, the cancer, the addiction. And I just want to say, man, there's nothing 
there's there's just such a joy. There's nothing like it to see you now in church with your hands lifted, bringing your kids to church, just um, you know, posturing your life and your heart and all that was once caught up in those things now to Jesus and looking at the joy in your face and there's it's just a great joy and you are you are the real deal. We all, we've all got our stories, um, but they're stories of grace. And God has been, like you said, so gracious to you and so faithful to you. And I can just say as someone that knows you, as one of the pastors here in the church, I, I see it. Uh, and and yes, we're all a work in progress. Like you said, we're, we're not there yet. Um, but God has been so good to you, brother. So thank you, man, just for calling and sharing. I know I know your testimony encouraged somebody today. Praise God. Praise Amen. God. All right, brother. Um, I'd also like to um, have a prayer request for my ex-wife. Okay. I know that um, if more people listen, that it'd be good to just have people in agreement. Yes. Um, and just like me, you know, like um, I had God as my Savior, but not my Lord. Mm. So I pray that um, she makes uh, Jesus her Lord, that she, um, he gives her a desire to love his word, mm-hmm. and that she just repents from her pride. Okay. So, Father, you uh, you know the situation, of course, Lord, Aaron's ex-wife, and uh, he, now that he's come back to you and found the hope and the joy and the peace, Lord, that you've brought into his life, I know he is longing for that for his ex-wife, Lord, and we know that it's your desire to do that work in her. And so, again, I'm thankful we don't have to convince you of something you don't want to do. God, this is something you, you want to do, but you invite us to pray. You invite us even to persistently pray, to keep consistently coming to you in prayer, even if it's over and over and over again, Lord, um, because there's some, there's a work that you're doing in that, Lord. Not that we're changing your mind, but you're changing us as we pray. There's a work you're doing in us. And so we want to lift her up and pray, Lord, that she would she would come back to you, that she would uh, have a desire for your word, that she would love you and desire to want to see her kids love you, um, Lord, whatever it is that's keeping her from from submitting and surrendering her life to you, God, would you would you soften uh, her heart to the things of the Lord? And um, and I, I think of what Aaron said, Lord, that many times we love the idea of you as Savior, but really struggle with having you as our Lord. And so I pray, Lord, that you'd be both the Savior and the Lord of her life, uh, and that you would do this work of grace that you've done in Aaron's life, Lord. Would you do that in her life as well? And we pray these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name. All right, brother. Thank you so much for calling, man. I'll see you see you at church. Can't wait to see you. Thank you, bro. See All right, soon. man. God, God bless. bless you. God bless you. All right, we've got 30 seconds left of the show. I'm getting a bunch of emails in for the 31 Days of Scripture prayer handout. So again, my email, Josh S. as in Sam at calvaryco.church is my email if you'd like a copy of that. Otherwise, we'll see you at 7 o'clock here tonight for the prodigal prayer. Also getting all your texts in, so we'll make sure to add those names to the prayer list as well. God bless you guys. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.